All right. Welcome back to uh, Living in Infinity. This is episode 18, take number two. We recorded one on Sunday, I believe, maybe Saturday, um, where we talked about Sam Altman being fired from OpenAI, but with some more, um, with that story developing further uh, here in the past day, we uh, have decided to to, yeah, talk about it again. Um, so we'll be doing that because there's a lot of interesting stuff coming out that will make that conversation a lot more productive now. And we're also going to retouch on uh, Elon Musk, his issues going on with Media Matters, which we also covered on Saturday. But since we're scrapping that, we're just going to have to cover it again. So should be a, should be a good one. Yeah, it was, it was funny. By the time we had basically recorded that episode and woke up the next day, basically everything we talked about was irrelevant. Like there's way more developments on, on that whole news front. So we'll kind of go through the timeline again real quick here and talk about some of the most recent stuff that's been happening. Cause this is very high drama situation here. It seems like, so, um, I've got a tweet pulled up here with the full timeline that's been updated. So I'll kind of just skip around of it a little bit. Um, so yeah, Thursday night is when all this broke out that Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, um, the board just kind of colluded together and fired him randomly. Uh, there was no, no discussions beforehand, not with, not with Sam, not with other employees, not even with investors or with Microsoft, who is OpenAI's primary investor. Um, Microsoft has invested over like $10 billion into OpenAI and they had no idea that this was happening at all. So the CEO of Microsoft was extremely upset by this, obviously, in addition to like all the employees and just kind of the, the public in general. Um, and so, um, once Sam was fired, they are like within a matter of five minutes, they also had a meeting with Greg Brockman, who is. OpenAI's president and also uh, he's a chairman of the board. Um, they had a meeting with him and told him that he was also being removed from the board, but he would remain an employee. Um, and then once he found out that Sam was also fired, Greg also resigned. So very, within a span of five to 10 minutes, there was news that both Sam and Greg, the two, honestly, the two main people at OpenAI had, had left the company. Um, and there was no statement as to why this happened. The board put out like a very brief statement saying that, that they were gone and they, the only thing they really referenced was that there was just like a lack of communication between Sam and the board, but they didn't elaborate on that whatsoever. Um, and so just to kind of fast forward a little bit since then, um, basically what has happened is all the employees of OpenAI have come together, um, and they're backing Sam. So they kind of put together like a petition letter or something. And there's around like 700 employees at, at OpenAI. And like, I think the last number that I saw, it was like 650 of them had signed this letter, basically saying they want the board to resign. They want Sam and Greg to be reinstated at the company. And if this doesn't happen, then they're all quitting. So basically there would be no one left at OpenAI, essentially. Um, it, I thought it was really cool to see, like, 
all these people backing Sam. And that kind of goes to show like the board may try and push this in a way that says like oh, Sam did something wrong, but clearly if everyone's willing to put their jobs on the line and do so publicly for Sam, then that kind of goes to show that like he has very strong character and is likely in the right in the situation. And just the way the board has handled everything in general kind of shows that, you know, they're, the, the, the board is probably not fit to be, to be running that company. Um, and so where we're at now, um, Monday morning, the board names, uh, Emmett Shear, who was a Twitch co-founder. They named, named him as interim CEO, which I thought was very weird and random. Um, supposedly he's somewhat respectable in the, the tech space, but as far as I know, he doesn't have like, he's never worked at like an AI company outside of whatever AI stuff Twitch might have done, which I would assume is very little. Um, so just very weird and random decision that I don't quite understand. Um, and then Satya Nadella, who is the, the CEO of Microsoft, he put out a statement saying that they're still, you know, supporting open AI and they want open AI to be successful, but Sam is going to be joining Microsoft and they're going to start a new AI research division there that Sam's going to lead. And presumably all the employees that are going to be leaving open AI, they're going to be going to Microsoft. Um, so that was the latest that we've really heard. And I've, I've seen some tidbits from news outlets saying that this isn't totally in stone yet. There's a, still a, a chance that, that the board resigns and Sam comes back. But my guess is that if the board is not resigned after all of this, like they're surely not going to do it, do it now. Um, so that's kind of where the situation is at now. None of this really makes any sense to me. I don't, I mean, do you think there's some level of like malevolence here going on behind the scenes that we don't really know about, or you just think that there's like a very incompetent board and they're just making stupid decisions? Um, I would say it's more likely that it's malevolence. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty much because they, uh, they haven't given a legitimate reason for why they ousted Sam. And then as we talked about in that first take, um, even if they had a legitimate reason for ousting Sam, they didn't go about it in a way that would allow the company to productively move on from this situation. Um, yeah. essentially they have just ensured its destruction. Um, okay. and it, uh, yeah, until we learn more, it just, it appears to be, um, uh, just foul play for sure, uh, uh at this time. So, mm -hmm. um, so one thing that just is kind of incredibly funny though, uh, about this is the $10 billion that Microsoft just got screwed out of, uh, <laughs> that would mm -hmm. be a painful, uh, yeah, loss to take. Yeah. Uh, one thing that could, it might not be a total waste because as per the, the agreement that they had, Microsoft has access to all of OpenAI's technologies. So that includes like their model weights for training. Like they get access to all the, all the models, obviously. Um, and so theoretically they, while they aren't like, let's say the Let's just say hypothetically open AI like crumbles as a company because all the employees leave and go to Microsoft. Um, 
they'll still have access to all the, all the technology. So they, I would assume very quickly they could like rebuild like a version of, of GPT-4 or something, but what they're going to be losing out on would be all the current revenue that chat GPT has. So like if chat GPT no longer operates the way that it, it used to, obviously everyone's going to cancel their subscriptions and that's a lot of, a lot of revenue that they would be, they'd be missing out on, but it would also be really interesting to see that like, like right now, Microsoft just owns a percentage of open AI and all the employees are technically employed by open AI and not Microsoft, obviously. But in this scenario, what could happen is if there is a mass exodus from open AI and they all go to Microsoft, then, and also Microsoft has access to all of open AI's technologies in a way they're almost getting like full, it's like a full acquisition of the company because they're going to have all the technology. They're going to have all the employees. They're going to have Sam and Greg, like all the main people, but it's all going to be underneath Microsoft. So that 10 billion that they spent for a percentage of open AI could very well turn into them essentially owning the entire company and all the employees too. So this is just like a master play from Satya, the CEO of, of Microsoft, if this runs, if this goes like the way that it seemingly is going to be going right now, like if this max mass exodus does happen and Satya is just like, we'll, we'll match all the salaries that you guys previously had, just come to Microsoft, then they're basically owning all of open AI, which that is also kind of scary in a way because then they have full control and they can do anything that they want to. And they don't have the whole like nonprofit structure that they have to kind of work around. It's just all within Microsoft. Um, so I would be, it'd be, it'd be really exciting if that happened, but also a little bit scary because then, you know, one single public company has basically full control over the most advanced AI that's out there right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a less ideal situation than what we, uh, previous, previously had seemed to be a good situation with. Sam kind of at the helm, or at least we thought at the helm of OpenAI, uh, leading the charge. Cause he just, uh, you know, I, I obviously don't know him, everything about him, but from what I've seen, um, seemed trustworthy, seemed like his intentions were, um, good. And, and he had just a, a good vision of what he wanted to do. So yeah, um, I don't, uh, yeah. I'm just nervous with him kind of, uh, being at the, the mercy of the board or, and then now maybe at the, the mercy of Microsoft, um, cause I, I just don't know. I mean, obviously the board's proven themselves to be, um, either stupid or evil and Microsoft is Microsoft. It's, uh, you know, big corporation. Uh, I'm not trying to sound socialist here, but you know, they, they've been a little sketchy here in the past 10 years, 20 years, you know, corporations aren't always, uh, the good guy. That's for sure. So, so yeah, it's, um, just a hairy situation and, and, uh, very consequential, very consequential because, mm -hmm. you know, maybe to explain to our listeners who aren't super familiar with the AI thing, um, kind of, a um, uh, life and death subject uh potentially i mean mm -hmm. uh 
you know, this, this is something that has the potential to, and, and the likelihood to change, uh, to change the world, uh, either for far better or the far worse. Um, so essentially what you have here is like, if the world's most important country, powerful country, so America, you know, was under the leadership of a, of a kind of a good party, uh, had good intentions. And then all of a sudden they were just ousted for, you know, there was a coup and now this very powerful entity is, uh, kind of on the rocks. Nobody knows what's going to happen to it. Um, there's sure to be some interest from some sketchy characters and, and it's just very, um, yeah, very nerve wracking when it comes to something like AI, uh, and something as powerful as, as chat GPT. Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious, like how this even really happened considering like at the moment, it's basically a battle between three board members and all the employees of open AI. Like, how does that even make sense to where they're in a situation that three board members can just absolutely nuke the entire company and the CEO, the president of the company, all, all the employees put together basically have no power in the situation whatsoever, other than their word, other than saying like, you know, we're just going to leave if you don't, if you guys don't resign. Um, so I don't know how they even ended up in that kind of structure. The whole company structure in general to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And they definitely seem to have gone down the wrong path in that scenario. Um, but it really seems to just be like a battle between, um, at least the way people are framing it on, on Twitter at the moment is it's a battle between the accelerationists, which are the people that want to, to push the boundaries of technology, um, <clears throat> not really take things slow in the sense of development. Like obviously do things in the a logical and safe way, but like develop the technology, put it out there, fix things as they break, like really push the boundary forward, which is how majority of capitalism has always been. Like let's develop things, put them out there, fix them as they go. Like just really push the boundaries, um, and build cool things. So it's really the, the accelerationist versus like they're calling them the, the decelerationist, which are the people that are super scared of AI want to do things as slowly as possible, have a lot of, um, government regulations put into place, like monitor everything perfectly and make sure that it's super safe, which I think we should do things safely, but we shouldn't go down that path of like doing things extremely, extremely slowly, um, which kind of coincides with why they hired that Emmett Shears guy as the interim CEO, because he's stated a lot of stuff publicly, his fears of AI. And has basically said that if the pace of AI right now is a 10, a 10 out of 10, he wants it at like a one or a two. Like he wants to almost put things to a complete halt and like work at that, that speed, which I completely disagree with, but that kind of goes to show that, that I think that's what might be the primary board motivation here is they. They see the pace of things are moving and they see that Sam really likes to just, you know, push the boundaries, push it, push all the employees to move as fast as possible. And they probably didn't like that and thought that they didn't have any control over him. And so they just like, we're just going to get rid of this guy. Uh, and in doing so that has basically destroyed the entire company. Um, 
not only the company, but you also got to think about all the employees that were like early hires at OpenAI and they own like, they own equity in the company, which is a very, very tiny percentage. But now that OpenAI was about to be worth $80 billion for a lot of, a lot of people, I assume hundreds of people, this was like their entire financial future was wrapped into this company, not only the salary, but the equity that they own. And now if the company is about to be basically completely destroyed, they have no way of ever getting a return on that equity that they owned. And so literally just billions of dollars of capital instantly evaporated because of this one decision that the board decided to make out of nowhere. Um, mm. So, yeah, just goes back to the, you know, even if their concerns were legit, which that guy get, I think those are legit concerns. They just went about it and, uh, it's such a, a unproductive manner. Um, you know, what they should have done is tried everything in their power to talk to Sam, to come to some sort of agreement. Um, and then proceeded, but you know, I, I haven't seen any indi indication of those efforts and, uh, instead they just, uh, yeah, like you said, shattered the whole company and, um, yeah, whatever made the whole AI seem very unstable. But I don't Yeah. Sorry. My connection is kind of cutting in and out not, if there's any issues on my end, but, um, uh, but yeah, it, um, Considering they still have not put out any sort of statement at all, I'm hesitant to say that it was just like a safety issue. Um, I think there's much more at play here. Um, I would love to know the behind the scenes of why that even happened because no one has made a public statement, not even Sam, because Sam doesn't know, like no one has said why this has happened. Nobody. Um, I assume some people maybe know and they're just keeping quiet, but none of it. None of it adds up at all. There has to be some other things going on behind the scenes here um, that don't, that, that are causing this to happen. One, one theory that I saw um, was one of the board members, Adam D'Angelo, uh, he's the CEO of Quora, which is like a question and answer platform. Um, Quora has been working on AI stuff recently. Um, they have some... Their AI is called Poe, I think. Um, and it's just trained on all the data from Quora, all the question and answer data. Um, in addition to probably some other stuff that they've scraped publicly. But what happened, which I didn't know this until recently, somewhat, someone had kind of put the, put the puzzle pieces together after all this stuff had happened. Um, Quora had announced two weeks prior to the OpenAI developer, developer day that they created a, a platform where people can create their own custom GPTs, um, give them you know, certain instructions, connect them to certain technologies, basically make their own personalized chatbot on the Poe platform. Um, and then two weeks later, OpenAI did the exact same thing. Um, like they, OpenAI came out with their custom GPT platform and said that, you know, which I've actually, I've actually used, they, they shipped it pretty quick. Um, so they came out with that literally two weeks after Poe did. And so one theory is that the lack of communication that the board referenced was that Sam did not mention to the board that they were going to release this feature. And when Adam D'Angelo found out about this and like they launched it, his idea was, okay, how can I you know, get Sam out because he's clearly trying to destroy a, 
competing company here, which I, the fact that he, Adam is even on the board in general is insane to me. It's a major conflict of interest. I don't know how that, that even works, but so it's possible that Adam convinced some of the other board members to get on his side and to vote Sam out. Um, can you well, repeat that theory that's, that could be at play here? Yeah. Can you repeat that part? You cut out. That's a very important point, I think. Which part? Where did I cut out at? Sorry. Uh, you just when you were talking about uh, that Adam uh, kind of forced Sam out potentially because uh, of the competition factor. Oh, yeah. I was saying that um, I don't even understand how Adam is on the board in general because that's like a major conflict of interest. That That makes no sense to me at all. If he has his own AI company that is completely separate, how is he on the board and has and and has yeah. like an influence over OpenAI? That again, uh, this whole board structure is so dumb. Yeah, so that kind of reminds me of the whole uh, peer review process that is a part of our uh, university. So, like, let's say you're a, a young researcher trying to make a name for yourself uh, on the academic scene. You put together this groundbreaking study that probably or that. Um, you know, goes against kind of traditional knowledge or disproves some other kind of more well-established researchers study. Uh, well, mm -hmm. in the process of that peer review, you'll send that to that other researcher who it debunks or something, you know, and, uh, well, I think it's pretty common in that situation for the, the well-established researcher to shoot down the study or something. Um, mm. and so what's thought to be the perfect golden standard process of um research is actually pretty corrupt uh from my understanding so but uh yeah this this situation here with the board is a perfect mirror of that yeah i i find it hard to believe that he adam would kind of be able to corrupt the entire board on onto his side and and get this to happen but it's definitely another layer to this that just makes the whole thing the whole thing seem very sketchy um, and so, yeah, I guess we'll kind of see how this ends up shaking out. Um, as of now, I mean, literally like 95% of the employee base has signed a letter saying that they're going to resign if Sam's not brought back. And so, yeah, I'd imagine there's some discussions going on or behind the scenes and we'll probably get confirmation here. Probably, I would hope this week, I mean, this is like a wild situation. Like you would think that the board would have said something else by now. Um, I'm not even sure what I, what I w want to happen because I mean, the, I guess the ideal scenario would just be that the board does completely resign. Then Sam and whoever else gets some level of influence on the, who, who the new board members are. Um, Sam and Greg come back and then all the employees stay and then things just kind of continue as normally. But given the stronghold the board has over the entire company, I don't know if that's a real a realistic scenario. Uh, so, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's worth mentioning just for those who are uncertain about their feelings of Sam and kind of you know what's right and wrong here. Uh, there's a tweet. So one of the board members who from my understanding is uh, one of the major players in this kind of corporate coup. He tweeted 
something along the lines of like, I regret my participation. Yeah, here it is. I'll just read it. So it's, it's Ilya uh, Sutskever. Do you think that's how you say that? I think so, yeah. Who okay, is the so, OpenAI co-founder, by the way? He's like the head of research or something. Okay. So he tweeted, uh, I deeply regret my participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI. I love everything we've built together and I will do any, I will do everything I can to reunite the company. Okay. So he tweets that and then they go on to hire in at Shira CEO. Um, and I don't know. It's, it seems very disingenuous to me, but. Sam, uh, quote tweeted it and just put a bunch of like heart symbols, heart emojis, uh, on it. So, you know, you can clearly, clearly see there that Sam, even though he's been completely screwed here, um, still is striving to reunite the company and, and that just displaces his, his good intentions and, and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, for some more, for more context on Ilya, he was basically the deciding vote on this whole thing of, of Sam getting fired because it was a split decision on the board. And so they had to get majority for this to happen. And Ilya was the one that finally joined the, the side of firing Sam. And Ilya was the one who actually did the firing himself. Like he was the one that reached out to, to Sam, told him to hop in a, a Google meeting and then fired him on the spot. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool to see that Sam is really like, taking the high road here in this whole situation because that's not what I would have done at all. Um, when basically you have like some of your most closest coworkers and the board of your, of your company that you were one of the, the founders of, they all collude against you and kicks you out of the company. I mean, that's, that's brutal. Um, that's not how I definitely would have responded, but I just, like you said, it goes to show his character because I mean, you have now you have literally hundreds and hundreds of employees that are saying like we're gonna quit for sam and so i mean you gotta assume that sam's in the right here and it's it's it's, it's cool to see that happen and I'm, I'm assuming regardless of how this ends up shaking out sam's in a great spot because he can either stay at open ai and continue with a new board or he can go to microsoft and do the same thing with all this all the all the employees. Uh, so still very optimistic about the future of, of AI and the things that this hand is going to do. Um, this is definitely gonna, this is definitely, I would assume take a couple more weeks to shake out and it might put a little bump in progress for a little bit while the company has to restructure if it needs to. But, um, regardless, Sam has kind of been given the of approval from the CEO of Microsoft. And so either way, he's in a great spot. And I think, you know, GPT-4 and everything going forward is going to be in a really solid spot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning too that that petition reflects well on the character of those employees because, um, yeah, you know, they're obviously probably paid pretty well. Uh, you know, got a lot of equity in the company and stuff like you mentioned. Um, or at least some of them probably do. So, you know, and the fact they're willing to leave all that behind for, uh, for Sam and, and what they believe to be the better vision for AIs is pretty cool. So. Yeah. And that's really who you want as a leader for our future in AI. Like it's hard. It would, I would imagine it's extremely hard to create like this team environment when you have 
almost a thousand employees. Like that's, that's a lot of people. And they all seem to just love Sam and they'll get behind him on anything that he does. And so that's really the kind of people and kind of group that you want leading, leading the, the, the pace of development for, for AI. And they all seem to be doing it with like a good heart and good intentions in mind too. It's not like a cult type situation. Um, right. So, so yeah, we'll see how this ends up shaking out. I think, um, I'm optimistic regardless, but I would say, um, hopefully we get some, some stuff here within the, the coming days or coming weeks or so, but, um, I guess we can go ahead and move on to the, uh, the, the lawsuit situation with, with media matters. Um, do you want to kind of give some context on that real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. So, so the situation is an organization called media matters, which I guess has been around for quite some time, but this is the first time I've heard of them. Essentially what they did was they created numerous accounts on X and then followed a bunch of white supremacy Twitter accounts, um, and maybe anti-Semite, um, accounts as well. And then simultaneously followed like big corporate, uh, corporations like Apple and, uh, companies like that. So then it's essentially what happened was um inevitably you know as they're scrolling through those feeds the white supremacy uh tweets would appear with ads for those companies uh, and and so you know clearly apple doesn't want their content displayed next to um to those types of tweets so media matter uh, media matters took screenshots of this occurring sent it to all the companies um and then all these corporations uh pulled their ads off of x um so this is an issue because they made it appear as if this was just happening all the time by coincidence the algorithm couldn't prevent this from happening and so you know the corporations were like well we were, we're just gonna pull all, all of ourselves off x because because of that but you know as we've come to learn those instances were manufactured and really uh, what the rate of like like a Apple ad per se of appearing next to a white supremacy tweet or something of the sorts is like, I want to say Elon said it was like the odds of it are one in 110 million or something like that. Um, pretty low. Yeah. So I was going to say real quick, Elon basically said like, we have all the data on this. Like there's no, there's no question as to what really happened in the situation because they have the logs for all of it. And so I think like some of the, the ads or the tweet that you're referencing with that Apple ads on them or whatever, they can literally see who viewed it and how many people viewed it. And I think Elon said there was maybe like two or three accounts that saw it. And one of them was the, the manufactured account. And so it's not like this is happening commonly whatsoever. Like it was literally three people on the entire platform that, that saw this. So it's clearly heavily manufactured situation that is not like a, a common occurrence on there. Yeah. But, uh, still super consequential for X because, uh, I don't, I don't know the total number of ad revenue that got pulled from their, uh, their, the company, but I mean, just what millions and millions and millions of dollars they lost out on. I would imagine hundreds of millions. I mean, I think one thing that I saw was this was prior to the X acquisition or Twitter, Elon's acquisition of Twitter. Um, but 
Apple was spending 500 million a year on Twitter ads alone. So you have to assume that all these companies together, it was definitely hundreds of millions of dollars, potentially billions. Yeah. Um, so like I said, super consequential. Um, but Elon and X, they're fighting back on Monday. Uh, it was presumably as soon as the, the courts opened, they filed a lawsuit. Um, and I think it's, you know, like you said, they have records of everything. And so theoretically it should be a pretty open and showcase of, of what occurred and, and X should come out on top, but you know, that's, uh, that's still to be seen. Um, trying to think if there's anything I missed. There's a convention. There's some companies that have come out in support of X since this occurred. Uh, Tipcast, I know. Uh, pledged like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I think it was, to the to the uh, to X and that uh, the Babylon Bee did as well, and there's probably a handful of others that, uh, that I can't think of off the top of my head. But I saw Andrew Tate pledged a million a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> um, but Elon just posted it was yesterday last night that um the screenshot of a filing from the Texas attorney general, they're opening an investigation into media matters. I think you said maybe Missouri is as well. So already picking up a lot of traction as far as, you know, the government looking into this. So mm. I'd be very hopeful for a, a good outcome here, but we'll quickly find out, you know, how much collusion is actually happening on this whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With it, I would say it's been pretty cool to see the, uh, uh, the large amount of support that's come out for Elon and X. And I feel like with him presenting all this evidence of the collusion of, uh, of them kind of purposely attacking him, it seems to have just created this wave of kind of exciting energy. Like, seems like, okay, you know, we might be um, all uniting. Things are turning around. I don't know. Just uh, things seem exciting. Uh, so not only could Media Matters have screwed themselves, but they they really could have just screwed this whole kind of anti-free speech, whatever, anti-freedom movement. Yeah, it's, it's just cool to see people finally fighting back against this. I mean, we saw what happened with Twitter under their previous ownership and also companies like Facebook and Google, like they are just, they would just kind of bend the knee toward the censorship and do whatever the government wants, um, which is obviously the opposite of what's happening now with, um, X under the new ownership. Um, uh, it's really, yeah, it's really cool to see them actually fighting back, showing what's happening with, with data and full transparency and filing lawsuits against the people that are doing this because it's just not a sustainable thing. And the, the way that the, the trajectory of where things were headed before with like Facebook and a lot of these platforms, they were essentially going to become just like state controlled or government controlled platforms. Um, and so the, the momentum had the shift in the other direction and Elon has basically stepped up to the plate and spent, you know, $40 billion plus or whatever it was on Twitter. And, um, and I'm assuming these lawsuits are not cheap either, but, um, yeah. he's definitely not, not afraid and willing to 
to go against the, the government or whatever these organizations are to try and do the right thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I want to touch on is like, okay, so I kind of highlight like three areas where this is occurring, but okay. So you have Elon and X being attacked. You have Sam and open AI being attacked. And then you have Trump being attacked in court. These are all three people that I support in this largely due to their kind of positive vision of the future. Um, but well, because I support them, I don't, uh, you know, that doesn't make me not want them to be criticized. Like these are people like Sam, especially, you know, Trump and, and even Elon on some things like they have points I disagree with for sure. Um, so I'm all for pushback and criticism and whatnot, but the type of pushback and criticism they they've been receiving has not been uh, conducted in productive fair play manners. Um, they've all come in foul play through uh, mechanisms of foul play or, or sketchiness. So I think that just says a lot about the other side, and also it is kind of a, a sad reflection of where we're at because uh, fighting argument, it's all good if it's done in a productive manner, but, um, you know, that's just not happening. And, and if this continues, if this is how the state of our discourse continues, that's just not going to be productive and it's not going to get us to where we can be otherwise. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, it's it's probably easy to listen to this podcast and be like, oh, these guys are like whatever, right-wingers or something, um, even though that's weird because Sam Altman is just like not a right-wing person at all. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it'd be easy to kind of lump us in there, but that's not, that's not the point of this at all. These are people with positive visions of the future, and um, they should be criticized, but they should be criticized in, in just productive manners, which is possible. Um, and I, I'm excited for a day where we get there. So, uh, but, but that, uh, that day is not today for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it speaks to a lot to the character of the companies as well that are kind of colluding in on this. Um, now maybe they have, maybe they were misled. And so we can kind of give them a bit of a, a pass, but if you're making these crazy decisions on a whim with very little data just based on some random organization that put something out like really you would do a little more due diligence or like if you're if you're wanting to have a true partnership with these companies like okay you, you see this report that media matters put out i'm sure apple has a direct line to the people at, at, at x so like why not start a discussion like mm -hmm. it's just crazy to me that there's very little discussion happening on on these big issues, it's more so just like, this is what we assume is happening. We're just going to make an immediate decision to try and like, make sure that we're abstained from it, which is like, why would you not try and have some level of discussion? The same situation with the open AI board and Sam, like why not have a discussion to work things out instead of just like immediately making these crazy decisions. So right, I, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But. Like I said, hopefully, hopefully one day we get to a point where that that's happening uh, more times than not. Yeah, I I agree. Um, hopefully, we'll 
get some more information coming soon um, on the whole open AI situation. Um, I guess we'll see how this Media Matters lawsuit shakes out as well. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap things up here? Nope. No, I think, uh, I think we covered it. Okay. Awesome. I'm sure we'll do another, another episode on these topics once we kind of have some more to add to it. But, uh, for now, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys soon.